0: This is Small Cap Stocks Today, your best source for information on small cap stocks coast to coast with your host, Dave Donlin. Now, from the Stock Investor Daily Studios, here is Dave Donlin, And welcome back once again to another edition of the Small Cap Stocks Today podcast. We have a special guest joining us this week. His name is Rob Goldman. Rob is founder of the Goldman Small Cap Research. He founded the company in 2009. As part of his management duties, Rob leads the firm's investment research strategy, oversees a team of contractor analysts and editors while serving as chief analyst. Rob has over 25 years of investment and company research experience as a senior research analyst and as a portfolio mutual fund manager. As an investment manager, Rob's model portfolio was once ranked the fourth best small cap growth performer in the US by Money Manager Review. In addition to his work, and GSCR. Rob also serves as Managing Director, of Research of Marble Arch Research Inc. If you're not familiar with them, they primarily cover early stage privately held companies. The uh, name is Goldmanresearch.com. That's the website you can go to. And joining us right now is Rob Goldman. Rob Goldman of Goldman Small Cap Research. Rob, welcome to the program.
1: Well, thanks for having me.
0: Great to have you on, Rob. Uh, Tell us, I guess, first question uh, that I'm curious about is your thoughts right now regarding the market, uh, specifically the market for small cap stocks so far this year in 2019.
1: Sure. Uh, Well, as most investors in the small cap arena have probably witnessed, we've had about a 12% rise in small caps uh, already this year. We're five weeks into 2019. This, of course, after the big drop-off toward the end of last year. So I guess that uh, really set the stage for the rise that we've enjoyed uh, thus far. And that's really carried, actually, uh, the overall market as well, since it's been uh, the the best-performing segment of the different asset classes on the equity side. Uh, We have about another week or so left of uh, earnings, uh, which will be coming out for uh, the end of 2018, that is. Um, And so I think that in the near term, We're probably in some uh, pretty good shape, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, we have a little bit of uh, profit-taking, a little bit of a slowdown um, heading into the springtime. So uh, I think that investors should be just a little bit wary of that. Not necessarily to take some money off the table, uh, but uh, following earnings, uh, usually after after the 2018 or year-end results are released, uh, you you do tend to have a bit of a um, a slippage in terms of volume, and that tends to uh, make these types of stocks uh, slide just a bit. But the outlook for the year uh, is quite strong. So uh, this is really overall a good entry point for those that have long term horizons.
0: Sure. I mean, you look at the economy and the the, uh, numbers that are continually coming out on a monthly basis and they're they're through the charts. I mean, I've been looking at some of the statistics as an example, uh, 100,000 jobs created every single month for 16 straight months. Uh, You know, something like 5.3 million new jobs created. Uh, I believe that's the statistic Uh, and they're talking I saw an article today about something like a total of 25 million new jobs uh, over a period of time uh, all due to uh, you know the president who's in the office right now his policies etc but talking about the small cap side, what kind of uh, sectors are you looking at which ones you think will be hot this year I, I know biotech is always something that's on everybody's radar but are there any other sectors you might be looking at?
1: Sure. Uh, That's a great question. And dovetailing with what you just mentioned um, uh, about the economy, uh, with the Fed not raising rates recently and having a very dovish stance, that's very good for financial services stocks. Um, That's probably one of the reasons why, if you look at the Russell indices, um, their largest single component in terms of an industry segment uh, is the financial services area. And I think that uh, financial uh, technology companies in particular, uh, maybe some small banks, uh, small money center banks, are also a a good sector. It's not one that uh, microcap investors necessarily gravitate toward, although they do like some of the uh, fintech companies. Um, In addition to that, we we do like biotech, but healthcare in general, with an emphasis on oncology. Um, On the technology side. Would not be surprised to see um, that have a little bit of an uphill battle this year. But one of the segments that seems to be very high uh, on uh, institutional investors' radars would be the SaaS companies, those that uh, operate uh, software as a service. We've got some IPOs coming out, which are going to be very large and should be very successful. Uh, And many of these companies are just now um, enjoying some real hyper growth. And profitability should come later in the year. So I think you're going to see some great valuations and opportunities throughout the course of 2019.
0: Interesting. I know some of the, the, the people listening to uh, this particular podcast uh, probably have some money in cannabis. Cannabis talks. Uh, pretty hot sector out there. CBD. Those things. Just phenomenal growth. Uh, and that's going to continue. It looks like that explosion on the growth side is continuing to go on. Are you looking at the, the cannabis, the CBD side of things, uh, you know, whether it's in the U.S. or obviously it being legalized in Canada now, a lot of stuff going on up there, too?
1: Well, you know, you'd have to be uh, under a rock not to notice <laughs> so, what, what's happening in that space. Um, I particularly have an interest in the CBD spect- uh, sector because I believe that uh, to some degree it's a, a bit under the radar, There are a number of very small companies uh, that are likely going to be winners in this area. The bar is a bit lower, but the opportunity actually is larger uh, in the near term than the overall cannabis space. Uh, There are some companies uh, in the CBD arena that uh, are larger mid cap and almost in the large cap area, uh, believe it or not, that that have already had some big runs. And so what we're looking for right now um, are to identify those companies, which would be the next uh, iteration of that.
0: CBD and the cannabis sector is what we're talking about there now over on the the goldmanresearch.com side I've seen that you've been doing some uh, uh, research bringing some attention to companies like Pura, ADHC, SURG recently any other companies you have focused on maybe over the past six months that you'd like to bring to our listeners attention as far as ticker symbols something that maybe they could do some some homework on themselves.
1: Sure. Well, you pick some great ones there. Uh, Pura, puration, um, ADHC. Both of those um, are in the CBD beverage space. Um, A couple of those uh, names may be familiar to some due to the uh, high volume in which they trade. Um, Rocky Mountain High Beverages, RMHB also um, is another one there, and we're seeing a great deal of interest, and you're probably seeing all these articles in in mainstream publications such as the New York Times, uh, which are touting the benefits uh, that CBD offer, Uh, CBDs offer um, consumers, and so we're expecting to see a, a boatload of different products from a number of different companies, uh, continued partnerships and relationships um, that we've already seen and investments made by uh, major corporations into the CBD space since uh, hemp is legal uh, now uh, across the country. And uh, whereas on the cannabis side, recreationally speaking, of course, uh, it's really on a state by state basis. Uh, Puration is a pure play beverage company uh, that uh, already has over a million in in, uh, revenue uh, on an annual basis, which is great for them. Rocky Mountain High, has a a, a long history uh, in the space ADHC is an emerging player uh, also uh, coming out of a bit of a different perspective with the types of uh, uh, broad-based product offerings including edibles and teas and things of that sort so we think that uh, those are some of the interesting names to focus in on new age beverages which is a much larger company trades on Nasdaq Uh, they've already made a big run um, but these companies, we think, are uh, the, the next ones to move. Um, uh, Surge Holdings, S-U-R-G, is a great fintech example that we were talking about earlier. Uh, really it really could be, end up being the PayPal for the underserved market, uh, taking care of payment systems uh, for both uh, Tiendas and uh, small uh, corner grocery stores, as well as uh, the, the people that, that, do, uh, that, that are customers. Uh, and consumers at these locations uh, they also provide telecommunication services uh some generating some really interesting revenue growth and i think that 2019 could be a great year for them um, and uh, i wouldn't be surprised if uh, they continue on their track uh, they wouldn't be bought out in the next uh, couple of years um gnbt uh, generex uh, biotechnology mm. it's a very interesting company uh, uh it uh, has grown by leaps and bounds of the course of the past few months um, and it's a diversified um, healthcare company. One of the interesting things there, uh, the investors who may have followed it might be aware, a few months ago they uh, had a 20-for-1 uh, dividend, uh, which was a great boon for uh, those investors. Uh, there, They have a, a, a spin-off coming up in the next several weeks of one of their divisions um, on the uh, proprietary drug side. Very exciting. So what I see from the management there is they're trying to generate value Via capital markets as well as uh, organic and inorganic growth. So that's a very interesting under the radar company that might be uplisted from the OTC to NASDAQ uh, in less than a year as well.
0: Yeah, I'm familiar with actually uh, a number of those ticker symbols you're talking about right there, Robin. You know, my understanding from looking at some of those in the past uh, and, and continue to look at them. Uh, you know when they put out news is they are informing their shareholders of of things that are material to the company as far as news so that's always uh, obviously really important to investors out there you know that i know that from from being in the industry for 20 years and man there's nothing worse than when you're uh, tied up into a stock Uh, you know this and and, you know the company's not putting out any information i mean i'm not talking about a week or two i'm talking about three months four months six months (laughs) and um you're just looking to find out hey what's going on now you know i just look at it like if you're in you're in the business of growing your business uh, and implementing your business model you just can't go three to six months without putting out some news but Those ticker symbols are interesting. I'm sure the people that are listening to the program will probably pull them up. Maybe some of them are already invested in them. Again, our guest today is Rob Goldman of Goldman Small Cap Research. You can check him out at his website, goldmanresearch.com. Rob, any plans for Goldman Small Cap Research to get more involved on the research side, say with cannabis and CBD? I I know you did, what was it, uh, some type of a a cannabis uh, roundtable recently?
1: Right, so we had a... uh a uh, cannabis CEO roundtable with a couple of uh, uh, the companies that I mentioned uh, we're, we're going to continue to do that I think offer that on a monthly basis with various companies in the space uh, but uh, it's funny you, you're catching me at a really good time uh, Dave because we're, we're putting together uh, a, a CBD uh, industry report and this is going to be a highlighting publicly traded companies that are in the CBD space you know it's, it's good, going to be growing by leaps and bounds it is already a multi-billion dollar opportunity Uh, and and we think that uh, large companies, conglomerates, multinationals have already set foot into this uh, arena already and we think that uh, they eventually will dominate uh, via partnerships, investments and acquisitions and so what we're trying to do right now is identify those companies that we believe uh, have advantages whether it be via extraction technologies, uh, marketing, uh, certain types of approaches, niches within their target markets, Uh, those types of things would be very attractive uh, to certain types of acquirers. And as I said earlier, these companies tend to be under the radar screen, uh, but they they are very good candidates uh, for both huge growth in share price, as well as potential uplisting in the the months and years to come.
0: Hmm, Interesting, so that's the CBD research report you're working on now. Uh, I'm sure anybody listening that wants to find out more information, they could check out the website. And again, it's uh, GoldmanResearch.com. Uh, rob, your email address, Rob at GoldmanResearch.com. Anybody wants to get a hold of you directly? Maybe they, they have a company or have some questions. And certainly uh, always uh, appreciate your time on coming on the program, Small Cap Stocks Today.
1: Uh, thank you very much. Uh, it's been a, a real
0: pleasure. Join us again very soon for another edition of the Small Cap Stocks Today podcast, where we feature companies, authors, analysts, journalists, and other special guests talking about stocks in the NASDAQ and OTC stock exchanges. Till next time, have a great day. You have been listening to Small Cap Stocks Today, your best source for information on small cap stocks coast to coast with your host, Dave Donlin. Join us again soon for another edition of Small Cap Stocks Today.